Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hey-ho, everybody. Welcome back to Disney Plus Us, where every other week we take a look at another movie on that there Disney Plus streaming service. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Griffin Tanel, Griffey D-Pad, and with me, as always, is the wonderful, illustrious Canadian, Mr. Mitch George. How's it going? You ready to feel the feel the rhythm, Griffin? Because I know I am. I this is We are about to have so much fun, Mitch. And do you know why we're about to have so much fun? Because we have a wonderful guest joining us for this episode. Ant, how's it going? You guys are real good at this. <laughs> you, you do this enough times. <laughs> it's like we do the same intro every week. It's it's going good. I'm a little little upset though because I didn't want Mitch to find out I was taking his job like this. Oh yeah, this is a little awkward. <laughs> it's a little it's, awkward. You know what? You live and learn, right? I, I had a good run. What can I say? I feel almost after hearing the intro, I feel kind of bad about it. See, here's the thing. I just replace I just replaced Mitch's name, and then we're good to go. Yeah, he keeps oh, saying all these know, nice things. He says nice things about me. And then I, I always just, you know, I'm like, why are you saying nice things about me? It's it's me. But. Here's the thing. We finally got to the point where he stops refuting it and just accepts the compliment. <laughs> yeah, you wonder why my head's getting bigger in it? Griffin's the problem. Damn, it was already big enough. Exactly. All right. This They're week we're talking about. A kid. We're talking about cool runnings, guys. What yes, a we movie. Are. In yeah, honor of the Winter Olympics, I figured, hey, let's talk about one of my favorite sports movies of all time. Um, this... Yeah, I, lo- I love this movie as a kid, but watching this again as an adult for like the first time in years, I was like, how are we going to talk about this movie on a podcast? <laughs> how does that work with this movie? I don't know, because nothing happens. <laughs> nothing really happens. <laughs> nothing happens in this movie, but it's phenomenal. There is a at one point. <laughs> Movie like no, the like guys that are jerks like become less of jerks and that's about all of the character progression you get in this i'm glad it was the swiss because if they had tried to make like the soviet union or the east german team the antagonist that would have been really awkward dude i the soviet team in this is so funny to me because they're just yeah, no. We don't know how to handle this, so they're just going to show up for like half a second, and then we're going to push them aside and forget they ever exist. Because the movie was made in 95? Right? No, 93. Um, and by that point, the Soviet Union had dissolved, right? But they were there at the 88 Olympics, so it's like, yeah, this is a thing. And they also get run over by the Soviet hockey team at one point, which, you know, my, my Canadian ass loved that. <laughs> I'm still mad at you. Oh, no. Hey, you guys! You guys took us down in men's hockey. All right, so yeah, we did win that much. Um, let, let's I don't have much faith facts. in our men's hockey team. The women, though, they're going to go all the way. I, I really hope they do. Let's hit the facts of this movie, though. Directed by John Turtletaub. You might know him from a lot of things, like both of the National Treasure movies, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Most recently, The Meg. <laughs> going to make you watch the sorcerer's apprentice at one point that is me making it up great to movie. you if you happen to watch a bad movie that i love great movie i like that movie. Apprentice. god damn movie. it it's a great movie right all right you so Ant's remember that i love the sorcerer's apprentice just pencil that in for like june-ish by the way i think the meg is getting a sequel is it actually like i never i never saw it. is it called meg 2 meg harder if it is i would the, love that. the meganing no, it's called Meg to the Trench. The Trench. Okay. Now, I, 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 not seeing it. 
Uh, this movie stars Leon Robinson, Dougie Doug, Raul D. Lewis, Malik Yoba, Raymond J. Barry, and John Candy. This is one of my favorite roles of John Candy. So him playing John Candy, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. He plays the same character in every movie, and I love it here. But it um, works every time he's casted. He is so good. Fun story. He went to high school with my uncle. Is that a fun story? It's a fun factoid, okay? I don't really have story. You said this to me earlier, and I thought, is that a story? Is that even qualified as a story? Sorry, fun fact for you, Ann. I mean, but you led with, <laughs> I almost went to school with that same school John Candy went to. I'm like, <laughs> we, should, we really ought to just retitle this episode, The Roast of Mr. Miss George. <laughs> I mean, that's the subtitle. Like, I'm, I'm used to it at this point. It's fine. Uh, released on October 1st, 1993, with a runtime of 98 minutes, a budget of $17 million, and a box office of $154.9 million. Holy Miss when movies were this long? Yeah. Oh, I watched it and was like, Mitch, I miss movies being an hour and a half. <laughs> right? I, can't, I got home off of work, so watched nice. the movie, and it was 6.30. And I was like, fuck. I thought I was going to... I don't know if I'm supposed to curse on it. You can do whatever you want. Curse all the time. (laughs) But I was like, yeah. I still have, like, the entire night left. Well, no, you didn't, because you had to come on here and talk about it with us, but... Yeah, I turned this movie... I was realized today, I was like, oh, I can go, like, run errands and, like, have a life today and then turn on this movie and then record. Like, Like, I did, like, a full grocery shop. What else did I do this morning? I went and did a bunch of stuff. And you compare that against what, like, in, like, a month, and we're going to be going to theaters for two hours and 55 minutes for Matt Reeves' The Batman. I'm just like, I don't oh, know man. if I'm getting to the age where I can't sit through that long of a movie without having to pee. I mean, I've always been, I still, I still I've always been that, that kind of person, and it annoys me now. But, like, when Endgame came out and said it was three hours, I'm like, I got to watch it. Like, I'm going to have to, like, deal with it. You had to, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting a drink during this movie. I am sitting through it. I am making sure that I am ready. I missed when the first showing I went to of Endgame. I missed like the first 10 minutes because of the line in the bathroom of everyone trying to get prepared before this damn movie started. It was ridiculous. But yeah, cool runnings. Great. <laughs> this, it, it keeps cool runnings is a good time. It's a fun time. It's not a good movie because nothing really happens because it's, you know, the retelling and dram or I guess Drumming. fictionalization yeah. of how the Jamaican bobsled team went to their first Olympics. Which nothing in this is what happened except they crashed. What Spoilers think, for the end of the movie. What do you think this sits at on Rotten Tomato? That is a very 60? good question. I would say like low seventies. It's seventy six. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a lot higher than I expected. Sorry, I'm casually buying Batman tickets in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot to buy my Batman tickets and I'm sitting here like fuck, I gotta order those still. It's a sixty on Metacritic. Also, I'm gonna okay, wait. So I, yeah, I was I was getting there, but no, I mean this is a fun time. It's if if you're in the mood for a lighthearted sports comedy film, this is an easy one to throw on and just kind of you know bob your head to. Yeah, it's all like, over real quick. Yeah, exactly. I went out of this movie feeling better than I felt going into it, which is all I needed. I just I yeah. felt good after watching it. What's crazy, though, is at the time, this was the highest grossing live action film that Walt Disney Studios ever made. Yeah. True, true fact. Yeah, that. That box office was ridiculous. Wow. Came in third that weekend. Opening weekend, third place. Dang. 
I guess it had a long burn then if it was able to make that much money, right? Because what else was out around that time? Something big came out around that time. Okay. Let's, let's, let's look it up. Um, I don't know. I wasn't around in 93. I was going to say, I was, I, mean, I, was a year, I was a year old. 83 or 93, which is that? 93. 93. Well, I was definitely alive. 83, I was not alive. <laughs> um, box office mojo for cool runnings. Yeah, obviously, while you guys look it up, I'll just run you through some of the stuff. Obviously, there's a lot of differences between the plot of this movie and the... Um, the actual reality of what happened. But the interesting one for me is actually just in their appeal to the IOC, uh, where it wasn't the coach. Uh, it was from Prince Albert of Monaco. Yeah. Because he was <laughs> also is, competing that year. Yeah. Which is just of like, of all of the th- reasons, that is just too perfect. So I'm it almost... was beat out in its first week at the box office by Malice. And The Good Son, The Good Son starring uh, Macaulay Culkin, which I am not familiar with either of these movies. I'm not f- familiar with You're Macaulay muted, Ant, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get used to that one. Mitch, don't watch The Good Son. Don't do okay. it yourself. Don't watch The Good Son. <laughs> what about this Malice movie? I've literally never heard of it. Are we, about, uh, are we all Googling this right now? Yeah, I'm not, because I'm just going to say, like, in terms of box office, this movie... This movie went 14 weeks and in 12 of the 14 weeks made over a million dollars in the box office. So it wasn't, it was never the like top of the shelf kind of box office burner, but it had longevity. And I feel like movies don't do that anymore, right? You have like a week or two where it's a flash in the pan and then there's this next thing coming out and then the next thing and the next thing. And the way that they push out blockbusters these days is so different than what they did in the early 90s where, you know, something like Titanic was in theaters for like what? A year? Two years? Yeah. Yeah, now, like, I'm I am very much someone who tries to go and see as many movies as I can in a year. Uh, if I don't see it within, like, the first week or two of it coming out, I don't You're see it. You're not going to see it. Yeah. I can wait. I remember, I remember specifically, and it's only because I just rewatched it. As, as movies go longer and longer in theaters, they get put into the smaller and smaller, uh, like, theater, like cinemas, yeah. right? And I remember very explicitly the smallest theater I was ever in at, like, a major chain was to see the Clone Wars animated film. Oh, wow. Oh, why'd you do that to yourself? It was a, I had a good time with it. Yeah, I just rewatched right. it. I st- so because of Boba Fett, I started a Star Wars rewatch, and I started with that because I hate myself, I guess. But it's a good time. <laughs> Look, I can't judge. Oh. I, I still love the Ewoks TV show. So. I've never watched that. It's essentially just the adventures of the gummy bears, oh, but okay. Ewoks. I also realize they have the um, the 2D Clone Wars on uh, on Disney Plus now. We should do an oh, episode on that at some point. I thought you were talking about the 2D Clone Wars. You were talking about the 3D Clone Wars? I was yeah. talking about the 3D Clone Wars feature Movie. film that they oh, put I'm out with it. I'm with Ant now. Why the hell would you yeah. do that to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what is your problem with rescuing Jabba the Hutt's son, all right? It's a good time. All I'm saying is the the movie is just the first four episodes of the show. Like, yeah. yeah, and the when first season, that, not great. Good, yeah, when you do that, it's not a good side of the movie. That's fair. All right, cool running. So let's get back to that. Let's talk about like the most baffling thing about this movie, and that's the fact that Hans Zimmer does the music. I thought you were going to say we have a bunch of American actors doing Jamaican accents. I mean, there's that, <laughs> which is like, Okay, look, 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 look. Okay, I don't want to be the boomer here and super old, but it was the early 90s. (laughs) Anything goes. 
You know what? You're not wrong. You know what? There's there's movies on Disney Plus that have content warnings, and this is not one of them. This so. is not one of them. This is the least oh. offensive movie Disney put out in the 90s. But this, this, you know, <laughs> you're probably not We did get Return of Jafar in the 90s. You're not wrong. But did you know that Denzel Washington and Eddie Murphy were originally offered the roles of Darice and Sanka and turned it down because of the pay they offered? Yeah. Tupac oh, also auditioned. Yeah, he did. That would be amazing. Right? I also know, like, in originally for uh, John Candy's role, they wanted Kurt Russell, which I like. I could see it, that's a, that's but a no, no, that would be a totally Kurt Russell, different. Movie. I can't see it. Like now, Kurt Russell, Galaxy Volume Two, Kurt Russell, totally done. He played Santa in a movie a couple years ago on Netflix. Like that movie was weirdly good. It really was. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's there's a lot of ways this movie could have gone, and I'm so happy it went this way because it's so damn fun. Like, I, I have, like, half of Sanka's songs just stuck in my head now since watching the, the movie. I mean, it, I guess you just can't believe that Jamaica, we got a bobsled team. <laughs> yeah, no, this, is, the, this is just one of those feel-good sports stories, even though they, you know, you know, play around with the what actually happened because it wasn't as fun of a story. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah it's kind like, of one of those things of, like, sports movies all, you know... The, at least the ones that are like at least somewhat based around reality all kind of fi- follow the same plot. Yeah. But it's worth it because it's good and fun and, you know, you're not going just, in expecting uh, the peak good, of cinema. It's a, good, it's a feel-good movie. Like, I definitely watched this all the time when I was sick at home. This was one of those, yeah, this was either, you know, that you're stuck at home for a snow day movie or one of those ones where, like, I can't get out of bed. It was this. It was The Princess Bride. And it was reruns of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Then it made it Look seem like I was actually in school. Look at Mitch learning when he's not in school. Yeah, why would you do Loser. that? I'm watching like the most <laughs> unintelligent Look, things possible. Right. Look, you're, ta- you're, you're talking to a kid who learned how to use the VHS at two so he can put in his Sesame Street tape, all right? Like, Let's that talking. is the so bar Mitch. for Mitch watching Mitch, television. You are, you are, you are giving yourself a compliment. That you put in a VHS at the age of two, where it's literally just sliding a rectangle into a rectangle-shaped hole. You're talking to someone whose parents couldn't figure out how to hook up a DVD player last week. So parents, gotcha. (laughs) 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 No, they were just always so impressed that I could do this. And I'm like, I'm I'm with you. And I was like, you put the thing in the box and then it goes. Like, it's not rocket science, but I guess they thought that was impressive at two. I don't know. I mean, Mitch, I, I, get it. I just I have to give you crap. I know, I know. I don't know why I brought this on myself, but I did. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Chris. I love that it's just just you reaping what you sow this week. That <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, but like I think like we mentioned it already, but like it's really hard to do a recap of the movie. First off, only ninety eight minutes, which is a wonderful thing. Make movies. Nothing. Happens. We're gonna be out of here in like twenty five, thirty minutes tops. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> yeah, this might be one of those rare episodes where we don't go longer than the movie time. Also, nothing to like the thing with everything that we like our typical episodes where you're talking about something new. It's been Star Wars. It's been Marvel. It's been all these things that are like interconnected and have all this like extra mythos behind them and like what's going to come next and theorizing. This is the Jamaican bobsled team went to the 88 Olympics and now they've gone to every Olympics since except 2016, I think. Um, And that's it. Like it's very much it has a beginning, middle and end. And things happen, and then the movie's over. Yeah, it's kind of nice. 
It's a break. It's a break from the norm it's of these like modern blockbusters. Definitely a shut off your brain movie. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. need much brain power to enjoy this movie. I wish we had more of that. Like Marvel's kind of that, but like there's just so much lore and stuff now where you don't really turn your brain off anymore. I want yeah. more of just like hang out, have a good time. So you want more Fast and Furious? Gotcha. Yes, I want a well, thousand we're only more Fast two and Furious more. movies. So disappointing. I want a this Fast and Furious movie every three months. Get, until we get Fast and Furious, the next generations. Oh, you mean when they do a reboot that has Vin Diesel in it and it's like the parent, like he's going to be the head of the family. Yeah, and then, and but then, then they got these new young kids who are actually street racing and not stealing bank vaults and driving them down the streets of Rio de Janeiro or whatever yeah, the fuck that was. And Drake shows up and then gets shot by that white kid. Is that how he ends up in the wheelchair? That is. <laughs> so, Fast and Furious Spy Racers. Pretty much. <laughs> like, this is all essentially already a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an animated kids show with a surprisingly competent video game. Oh, you can't say competent video game and Fast and Furious in the same sentence, Griffin. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. you know what? I was one of the people that bought that, like, really shitty Fast and Furious Why game. I bought you it. you do that to yourself? And I, I bought it physically, like $5. too. dollars <laughs> Remember when Look, that was I got a big it. deal at the Game Awards? I got it out of a bargain bin. So, like, Those still I exist? Look, I got a Fred Meyer. Yeah, yeah, look here. Look here, money bags. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Man, I'm not money bags. I got credit card debt, all right? Like, come on. I love, I love how this, this movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about everything but the movie. Because there's nothing to talk <laughs> Yeah, this is like, it's utter chaos this week, folks. Like, we're, we're just kind of bouncing around the plot because the plot doesn't exist. It there, looks- is, there is plot. We should probably get to that and then get back to goofing around for like 10, 15 minutes. Okay, and then call it okay. A night. okay <laughs> so we'll keep goofing around through our way through the plot. This movie starts in 1987 with Darius Manic training for the 100 meter for the 1988 Summer Olympics. Uh, well, it would have been the 90 Olympics, right? Nope, it would have been 19. 19- this takes place in 87. So, right, but back the, in the day, Mitch, back in the day, the Olympics were all year long. Oh, okay. So, the, the winter and the summer in the same year, whereas the now year. they're like offset by two years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, my bad. The whole thing, which I a lot of people thought, oh, hey, we might be going back to that after last year's got, you know, canned. Um, and then we got close. Year. It still feels like the Olympics were right on top of each other, having the summer games in Tokyo this past summer, and now we're right into the winter. Mm hmm. Speaking of the games, really quick, did you guys see Sean White's final run? I did. Talk about sad. I did not. It was emotional. Uh, he, he crashed. It was a bummer. There's a, there's a lot of that in the Olympics. Oh, they, it was weird. Like eight people crashed on their final runs. It was it was crazy. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just getting tired of the Olympics being in like countries that are 15 time zones ahead of us, and I can only watch it between the hours of like 11 and 7 a.m. Because for me, that's like the afternoon. It's great. East Coast, Beast Coast. What can I say? Yeah. This guy's over in the Midwest and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm on, he's I'm on the West Coast. I'm on the West Coast. 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 You, know, I, you know how I Yo, think everyone the Midwest. Coast is in the Midwest. He thinks everyone that isn't in California is the Midwest. I'm in Oregon. If you're west like... of like Connecticut. <laughs> Everything west of Connecticut and east California is Midwest. I'm more west than most of California. <laughs> 
You're basically Canadian. Come on. What are we talking about? <laughs> Everyone north of a certain point is also Canadian, and I'm pretty sure you're north of Detroit, so... I'm ca- we're technically in Cascadia. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> like, Movie! Plot! Movie! Plot. Yes. Racing games thing. Uh, he's training. Everyone on this island fucking loves this guy. Um... He's just a nice guy. What can I say? Yeah, this is this is dares for you to the to have his foil be um, Sanka, who is a pushcart derby champion, who is a lazy klutz and the best character in this entire goddamn movie. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not there is no denying that. Yeah, with one of the greatest jokes in this movie being every time he tries to put on his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He gets it at the end. Coach just. He gets it on the last one, yeah, but everything up to that point, he means the coach. Did you know he Shark Tale with Will Smith? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I vaguely remember that movie. I very much don't. I'm just going down that IMDb rabbit hole, which I do every week. Sorry, Griffin. Shark Tale's one of those movies that will traumatize you as a child. Um, anyways, yeah, he's a derby champion. Um, he has a bunch of kids on his cart team. It's just basically is just put, making these kids do all of the work for him. It's great. <laughs> I mean, he's a smart he's a smart businessman running his you know very successful push cart operation. I guess I don't know how this all works. Uh, with a beautiful amount of foreshadowing <laughs> for this movie, uh, in his push cart race, he crashes. Um, it's kind of like a minor plot beat, but they also just it's more of a. Hey, here's let's really hammer home the fact that these two are friends. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're like the best friends. Reluctant best friends, like me and Ann. Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyways, let's. He was there for uh, Sanka's, so Sanka's there for him at the uh, Jamaican Olympic tryouts. They're going, they're running, everyone's getting ready, everyone's getting prepped, though, for the 100-meter dash at the end of the uh, of the event. Uh, here we meet a couple of other runners, we'll get to them, they're more important later. <laughs> um, Are they, though? Well, considering, like, half of the actual, like, plot of this movie is about one of them, yeah. Right, but the other guy's just kind of there to fill a seat, right? He's just there to fill a seat and be angry. Yeah. <laughs> And punch the guy later. <laughs> That's a fun scene. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we see um, Junior Bevel and Yule Brenner. Um, Junior wishes both of them good luck. And in the middle of the run, Junior trips and falls, tripping these two, making it so that they cannot qualify for the Olympics. Did this dude just pay his way into the race? Because like he doesn't seem like he's a good runner. I think that they kind of imply that. Yeah, I don't even understand how you fall forward, and then he ended up horizontal. <laughs> and they're running real yeah. fast, Aaron. They're running really fast. I mean, I want to know what that feels like. So. <laughs> no, me neither. Do I look like I know how to run, other than, like, to the cupboard for a Twinkie? I mean, I feel like if you have to... It's you're gonna pull it out, but otherwise. No, 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 no. Zombie apocalypse. If I don't have like a proper bunker where I'm like locked down and nothing can get in, I'm screwed. If I have to cardio, nah, forget it. I break the the cardinal sin or the cardinal rule of zombie land. I'm done. So, so true story. I went running yesterday for the first time in like months. That must have hurt. 
I was miserable. I hated every second. <laughs> I picked Ring Fit Adventure up for the first time in like a year and a half this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I, I am actually trying to run more, but you don't nice. need to hear about my fitness journey. We can talk about it because I'm trying to do a little more now too, but... Mm-hmm. Actually, Mitch, you'll be interested in this. I, I'm, I'm putting this on the podcast purely for the sake of I'm actually going to force myself to do it now. Are we running a Disney marathon? I'm going to try to do the half marathon. Uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, I don't think I can run a marathon, no. but I could try that. I could probably walk a marathon. Because, yeah. you know, a day at Disney is like walking a marathon. Hey, you want to come to Disney Anyways. to a marathon with us? I mean, I need to go to Disney after unfortunate events. So the last time I bought tickets to go to Disney. You mean when the pandemic hit like a month before you were going to Disney? Yep. Hey, it happened to me too. Never went to Disney in my life. Finally was like, you know what? I can afford to go to Disney. Saved up money, bought tickets. Me and Danielle was ready. You're going to what? April 2020 or something like that? We were going April and May. So it was like April 28th to like May 5th. Yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to go the last weekend of March before the pandemic. (laughs) I mean, they were still I really, in the last week of March. Yeah, we weren't about to go out to Florida, though, then. <laughs> no. I should have gone. My, my wife went with her mom and sister in January 2020. For who? My wife uh-huh. went with her mother and her sister. Okay. What? I feel like he was setting up a joke and it just didn't end up working. No, he thought I was talking about my sister. and He thought I was setting up a joke that way? Or? No, no. You said mom. Oh, mom. Sorry. Her mom mom and her mom and her sister. And uh, I think they might have gotten COVID before COVID was a thing. So I'm kind of glad I didn't go, but I kind of wish I had. Because we're adding more people now to the Disney trip. The inevitable. Oh, everyone's going to Disney as soon as the world opens back up. That is 100 percent happening. I mean, we live in America, sir. COVID's been gone for months. I mean, there. I mean, that depends on where you're from. Texas, yeah. I mean, the Canadian government is now negotiating with terrorist truck drivers and telling them all the restrictions are going to end, so they stop blocking the border. So mm. it's not like we're doing much better. <laughs> Anyways, cool runnings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> cool yeah. runnings. Our left turn. Um, basically, the uh, Jamaican Olympic Association are dicks, and they're like, "Yeah, no, you don't. You don't get a redo. You can. You can soldier in the Olympics if you can get good at boxing or cycling." Recycling, like basically being like, screw you, you don't, you don't get in. It sucks. I'm sorry. Wait, Interesting wait that they only compete in so. F- I mean, and that's still the case to this day for a lot of countries. I'm just, I'm used to Canadians trying to compete in everything and kind of maybe sort of qualifying, especially with winter. Yeah. To hear that they only participate in like four summer sports and now one winter sport, kind of bizarre. But I guess it also has to do with the size of the country, right? Yeah, the size of the country, people. money is also an issue. Also, just a, just a general reminder, folks, that uh, the Olympic Association fucking sucks. Um, and yeah, there's your reminder of that. Moving on. Um, on his way out of the office, uh, uh, I'm just going to start calling um, Daris, uh, Daris Bannock. I will figure out how I refer to him as the rest of the show. Bannock... Bannock um, sees a picture of his dad who was an Olympic runner with some guy from America, from the bobsled. Uh, this being a very good looking young John Candy. Um, he actually, it's there in Jamaica. He tried to get his dad to join the, a bobsled team. Cause he had this theory that sprinters would make 
excellent bobsledders. Um, I mean, he wasn't totally wrong. Considering, like, a major part of the event is running and pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not surprising. He's got to figure out the steering part and getting in. Getting and in the, was a big struggle for them. Yeah. And the ice part. The ice is a bit of a hindrance for sure. Okay, legitimately, I forgot that bobsledders actually have to run on ice before watching It's real this movie. hard. As a Canadian, running on ice, real hard. They just slowly pushed him down the hill. Like, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you got this. Go, go. The clock shows like 12 seconds. Or that first run where they just can't get into the damn sled. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, totally giving up on the sprinting. Um, Bannock decides to go meet uh, John Candy. Uh, meets him in a bar where he's smashing up a radio because he's the bookie now. Uh, they essentially just pester him into working with them. And John Candy trying to get out of this at every turn when they finally convince him to start a team they hold a meeting for a bunch of people to be like hey we need two more members john candy just shows them a video of a lot of people crashing in bobsleds it's yeah. a really dangerous God. sport i mean wrote you know it looks real it looks like a lot of fun <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun so there we we have this like uh you might have actually heard of this because a friend of ours is a, a, obsessed with this place but we have this uh like science center in toronto Mm-hmm. And they have like a bobsled simulator. It's not like it, it, I say simulator in that they installed it in the nineties and it's a, it's a full size bobsled, but it's just, you're looking at it like a TV screen that kind of yeah. just shows a video of you going down this hill. And it rocks you back and forth. It rocks you back and forth a little bit. It, it, it was a fun time when I was a kid, but it's just like, that's something I've always wanted to try. But then I see people who do like luge and skeleton where it's just you on like a boogie board going at first down the same hill. Like what is wrong with people? <laughs> Canada, weird place. You guys have some weird sports. Look, there. I respect the luge and the skeleton because you gotta have a death wish to want to do that. And bobsled too, to an extent. You're going down this hill in a, what is essentially a giant bullet. How much unrelated do bobsleds weigh? I'll Google like, it, but go ahead with your I, question. I was say unrelated. I kind of want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the head first down the. Like I kind of want to try it. No, I no. You couldn't pay me to do that. So, including the crew, a two-man sled weighs approximately 860 pounds. A four-man sled will weigh 403 pounds by itself, or or roughly 1,400 with a crew and equipment. Wow. Damn. So, those when they lifted at the end of that, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, between, yeah, between the four of them, they're lifting about 100 pounds each. Yeah, and walking on ice. Yeah. They got the grippy shoes. It's fine. But walking on ice, Mitch. He's got to walk on your toes. What can I say? Mitch is used to walking on ice. I'm really not. I almost slipped in the driveway today getting into my car. No, I did. It was really really icy today because we got like some rain overnight and then everything froze. Summertime's like two weeks at the end of June. You have basically the same climate in Connecticut that we do in Toronto, okay? Ah, Don't come at me like that. (laughs) It's too late. (laughs) It's too late, man. Anyways, um, uh, Junior and Brenner show up to the meeting. Uh, Brenner comes very close to killing Junior, which, man, that would have made for an interesting, uh, totally different movie. I mean, for a <laughs> Disney movie, yeah, for sure. And there's multiple moments in this movie that it's just shocking that this is a Disney movie. Um, eventually, they all four have a team, and they start to train. We get a bunch of this training with them and, like, their makeshift bobs. Before we went down the hill. hill. 
then they just fall the first time they finally get it right and they get their good time they just go slamming into a police car as one does you're muted aunt muted again aunt dang it <laughs> I, like, I like how they ran into the cop car and the cop said we should arrest you and then John Candy comes down and says they're a bobsled team he just tells them to go up the hill and it just ends there yeah that wouldn't fly over here it's a kind of a running joke throughout this uh, throughout this film of like, why the hell are you guys saying you're a bobsled team? <laughs> but this are. moment is better than any other because they're just dumbfounded when John Candy comes into the situation. Not as dumbfounded as I was when John Candy put on a Rasta hat at the end of the movie. Oh man, that was like oh, yeah, all... that, did, that did happen. <laughs> that happened. I kind of want to pretend it didn't. Like, it did not look good either. I've got an interesting yeah. story about Jamaica. Ooh. Is it that you once went to Jamaica? Is, Is that the story going to be five to Jamaica, seconds long? And as we were getting off the cruise ship, someone on the pier offered me his daughter. And that is interesting. your wife. <laughs> It is not. <laughs> the Irish-Italian woman that I married is not someone I met in Jamaica, aunt. It's in peak wow, form today. You say it Italian? People can't be in Jamaica? No, but the best Chinese food I ever had was in Jamaica. Oh. Wait, really? Yes, legitimately. There's a lot of really good Chinese food in Jamaica. Huh, good to know. If I ever want Chinese food, I'll go to China instead. And that's probably a good call. But Jamaica's a little less expensive to get to. It's a little more, you know. True, true. Very true. It's, you know. It's, accessible it's to us in the North Americas. It's a lot closer than going across the world. Also, they have less communism in Jamaica. Oh, true. That's very true. That's uh, very much worth it. There's some irony that also the Olympics in China. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're training. They're training. They're finally doing well. Um they're at the point of they're ready they can compete they just need money to do so so uh john candy goes to the jamaican olympic association and they tell him to fuck off <laughs> they're like you're going to embarrass yeah. the show of us you've ruined your life don't ruin our reputation along <laughs> as well everyone is like unnecessarily mean to john candy like again he cheated but you're yeah, making it funny. sound like he like Kicked an orphan or something. He murdered a the baby or something. The funny thing about that is it is not illegal to weigh down a bobsled. Is it not? It is <laughs> not. They do it all the time for safety reasons. Huh. Yeah. It's, I it's mean, again, totally a lot of this was fictionalized. So they, again, <laughs> the plot that involved this team, like the actual real life plot of this team qualifying, going to the Olympics and being welcomed with open arms not necessarily going to make for a good movie. Our favorite scene in the movie wouldn't have happened because they wouldn't have gotten into a bar fight with the Swiss. So, <laughs> wow, you know, they... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ant is replacing me on this show. God damn. No, we can't have this energy every week. No, no we can't. It's chaos. <laughs> chaos. Uh, yeah, Did you're you know right. This movie was known as Rasta Rocket in France. Yeah, and it's also, yeah. was it Cold Buttocks in Germany? Cold Buttocks in Germany, yeah. Yeah, the Rasta Rocket is the name as well of Sanka's uh, push cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little thing. I was like, oh, I love that as your name for this. Like, that's kind of perfect. <laughs> it just um, Anyways, they start raising the money. 
Oh, there's also this subplot happening this entire time that's like the most interesting plot-wise thing of the movie of Junior's dad's a prick. And he's kind of the dad that has his whole thing planned out for his kid or whatever, and he does the thing of not doing what dad wants. Mm -hmm. It's a very sports movie story, and it it works really well. But the important here thing to know is that Junior's dad is loaded. Um, Because the way that they end up making enough money is Junior sells his car. Um, he sells his car and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, my dad thinks I'm in Florida or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he thinks that a car, my friend is following my car. No one in the, this, no one there is like, we might need to address that. Everyone's yeah. just like, we're going to Canada. <laughs> well, John Candy's only like, why do we do this the whole time? Well, John Candy's just like, like yeah, I'm going back to Canada. At that point, Even I think his character is American in this, but he is a Canadian. He is American in the movie. He is, because he was on Team USA. That's how that movie works. This is also the last movie that he... that released before he died. Yeah. Damn. Really good last movie, actually. I mean, his Uh, last movie... He had a movie released post-hominously, and that movie is really bad. So let's pretend it doesn't exist and say this is the last one. You know, he was almost in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Ghostbusters, but he suggested Rick Moranis for those roles instead. Hmm. I knew Ghostbusters. You know he, I didn't know Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Did you know he almost went to the same school Mitch went to? No, no, Mitch almost <laughs> went to the same school he went to that his uncle did go to at the same time as John Candy. And that's a fact, not a story. No, it's a great story. <laughs> that's where the story ends. Okay. Um, yeah, they eventually they pull the money together and they all head out to... Calgary. We're about halfway through the movie already. We're we, we skipped right over Sanka busking on the street with his amazing song where he raised like a dollar sixty, which is just wonderful. Everyone gave it to him if he shut the hell up. Which is so insulting because it's actually great. <laughs> I wonder if that guy was like watching the footage with everyone and they just pan down and sees all of them in the truck singing the song and everyone having a good time as they're singing it. And he's just like, God. I screwed up here on this one. <laughs> um, I also forgot. I want to just quickly shout out like the moms in Jamaica in this for being like the greatest like unhinged support. Also for Is starting that this movie with that like that's their parents. No, but like, they totally play a motherly lead. Oh, yeah, the, the, the one running the bar has to be Darius's mom, right? Or at least like an aunt or something. Yeah, maybe. But I love that, like, one of the first lines from these characters is, man, I could watch him running away all day. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I'm just being like, this guy's I mean, got a good butt. Yeah. Like, I'm not disagreeing, but I love that that's, like, one of the first major lines of this movie. <laughs> uh, anyways, they're in, they get to Calgary, and immediately they're like, oh, shit, it's cold here. <laughs> uh, been to Calgary, can't confirm, real cold. So this actually... Brings into the questions I have for Mitch about Canada. One, where is Calgary at? Calgary is in Alberta. Where's Alberta at? Alberta's like smack dab in the middle of the country. So think so, like north of like Montana. Okay, think about where where okay from where I am currently. What direction? We're talking like northwest. Right? Northwest. Okay, yeah. two. The sign that said negative twenty five. That had to be Celsius, right? It had to be Celsius. Yes. And that's not like impressive at all. Is that like 10 degrees? Uh, no, it's colder than that. Hey, Google, what's 25 degrees Celsius? Or, hey, Google, 
What's minus 25 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? Negative 13. Zero. I, mine said zero, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, according to um, Google, negative 13. Not just yeah, Google. so Al Alberta is north of Montana. I got it totally right without even looking at a map. Wow. Oh, wow. Montana's the MT on the American map, right? No, that's New uh, Michigan. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's West Michigan. <laughs> no, it's actually South Montana. Oh, okay. But yeah, I love this. I love this initial shot though of them walking out of the uh, the airport, and John Candy just keeps walking, and all of them stop. They all stop. <laughs> And then you just get like the uh, the sped up footage of something on all the clothes and the bag. Don't forget the bag and the bag. Yeah, then the bag, and then you get the great line, Saka. What are you smoking? He goes, I'm not smoking nothing. Which is how it feels to Calgary in the winter. We get a couple of little of montages here, like them all getting winter clothes. Remember how great montages were. They're like an easy way to speed the movie up and not really have to show much. And you still get yeah, they don't happen nearly that. enough anymore. You they really know. just you throw a dope song on there and you're good to go. Oh, and was that your only was that your only question about Canada? Yeah, it's that was weird. my only question. Okay. <laughs> um, you said it up like you had all these questions about Canada. No, and I got I one. I right. said I had one question about Canada. Um, imagine if they would have did a montage for the entire deviant scenes in Eternals. It would have been a better movie. It might have been a better movie. Yeah, maybe. All the flashbacks. <laughs> it might have been under two hours, which is what that movie should have been. Mm -hmm. So, great movie. We did an episode of that. Go check that out. Yeah, we had a good time. Our shameless plug in the middle of the episode. I know. I listened to it. Before <laughs> good I episode. Um, let's see. Yeah, they get their clothes. They go do their thing. Things happen. They register. Oh, yeah. People think they're crazy for registering a Jamaican bobsled team. People mm -hmm. in Canada not being really nice. Because they kept asking people questions and no one wants to answer the question. So okay, no, no, no. You say that, but when that one uh, hotel worker comes that, to the like, door, super Canadian. Because she yeah, says sorry, and is so scared of this guy. <laughs> All she's trying to do is deliver a damn telegram. Which Did you blame her? Nineties is telegram. Like, yeah, that was one of those moments of like shit kid now. Like it's physical, oh, it's physical email. That's what it is. It's a physical text message, basically. Yeah. I'm 23 and I barely understand telegrams. We're already at the point where people think that the save icon is not. They don't know what the save icon represents. Well, people don't know how folder structures work either. Okay, this is my anymore. quick question. Save icon is still the floppy disk, right? That is yeah. correct. The save icon is I still was, typically the floppy disk. I've been using Control S for so long now that I've never actually looked at the icon. They now. upgraded it. The to icons kind of don't exist anymore, to be honest. Yeah, and they upgraded it to a zip drive. Hmm. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, we get a bunch of awesome, like just fun stuff here of everyone just existing. They're kind of prepping. Uh, we learned about the ice, them running on ice. We get that scene. Oh. Going back, though, we actually have story crap with John Candy when he goes to register them. Um, he needs a sled, so we reached out, talked to one of the guys from the U.S. team that is actually still friendly with him. Uh, one of the other guys just totally blows him off. Just a total douche in all of this. Who we don't know why. the father in uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, it's just real funny how they held a grudge for 16 years. I mean, yeah. they're American. Say. If there's anything we know how to do, it's hold grudges. 
yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he just kind of just walks off, doesn't even say hello, but, like, stays just long enough to make his presence, like, understood. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't like you. Like, the, the drama that this guy decides to throw in for the day was wonderful. <laughs> Um, he woke up choosing violence, and violence is what we got. Violence is what we got in one of the next scenes. <laughs> I also made a mistake where I said that that guy was Swiss that they got into the fight with. He was actually a member of the East German team. Ah, uh, so they were the villains after all. Germans are always villains. Did he get in a fight? Is that the same Swiss guy? Uh, I no. thought it was the same Swiss guy. It looks was like it the Swiss guy? guy? It's the same Swiss guy. Well, that guy's not the Swiss guy. That's the German guy. Or, IMDb, or IMDb is lying to me. IMDb is lying to you. Okay. I don't know. They might be, they, they might just what you were going to say. Continue what you were going to say. I'm an idiot. Um, now, we're probably wrong. Yeah, yeah we might be wrong. We're all wrong, but we all enjoyed this movie. So if you got to this point, I hope you enjoyed the movie. And you can tell us how much you enjoyed the movie on Twitter and stuff like that. So if it's really content is what you want, please let us know. We'll do this more often. <laughs> We'll start watching movies that aren't three hours long so we can get unhinged. I, love I this. apologize for all the followers you guys are going to lose after this. <laughs> Suddenly we're down to like two listeners. This will be our best episode ever. Yeah, if there's anything I've learned, it's like we cannot predict how, what brings the up and down our follower count. Um, bringing it back. They're training. We're seeing them actually learn how to do it. They struggle to get into the bobsled for a while uh, everyone's making fun of them especially the swiss and the eastern germans um like really yeah, they're right. being dicks they are it's which is not at all what happened in real life they were all embraced yeah. and part of like they, they were they were welcomed in by everybody like and the thing i don't understand about the whole feud like it just makes zero sense because if a if a country came into the olympics who don't really compete in that sport and they don't know what they're doing why would you care you should be happy there's one last team you have to worry about competing. Exactly. <laughs> or were they so afraid they're going to be so good? That they, just... they don't want to get embarrassed by this team from a country that shouldn't be competing because they don't have ice or snow. I guess all countries have ice because it's just yeah, frozen yeah. water. Yeah. I actually kind of wonder why they wrote this this way. Like, was it just because they needed to have, like, antagonists? Some yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, Otherwise, there isn't an antagonist. The other guy could have just I mean, been there the, is, like, that makes more sense for the, the other American. Guy. Yeah, yeah the American is like, that makes American. way more sense than ever. Like it'd be funnier if everyone else accepted them, but the Americans, and that's who they fight with. Like, yeah. And like, you, you can even set it up. So like the one guy that blows off John Candy, just, just like make sure that these guys regret showing up. Like you can very much make an anta easy antagonist there. At the same time, this is the 90s in an American studio yeah. <laughs> with American actors and American yada, yada, yada. You can't be too mean to the U.S. team. You can't be too mean to the U.S. team. Yeah, because then you get a movie like Miracle starring Kurt Russell and everyone's happy, even though Americans can't win the gold medal at hockey. Did you guys lose that? My narrative is that you guys lost that. No, no, we did lose that one, but that was... So <laughs> there was a period of time where the players from the National Hockey League wouldn't go to the Olympics because of reasons. So it okay. was mostly like college players or junior players, which is actually what's happening uh, this Olympics because the NHL, again, decided not to go because of the pandemic and they missed a bunch of games and had to make up that time during the Olympic break. But they had originally planned to go to the Olympics. So now the, the Russians are going to win. 
because their league, their highest professional league, allowed players to go, whereas Team Canada is made up of a, a, made up of a bunch of old guys, and Team USA is made up of a bunch of college players. Oh, okay. Hey, Mitch, question for you about Dude. hockey, because you clearly know more about hockey than I do. Very much so. When was the last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup? 93. Go fuck yourself. Let's continue. <laughs> oh, sick He knew what exactly what I was doing. <laughs> it was the goddamn Montreal Canadiens to boot. All those guys. Uh, what talk about. Look, there's only one Canadian team I root for. Is it the Canucks? It is the Canucks. I'm sorry. Whatever. Um, you, haven't had a, you haven't been relevant since you had the city. Let's keep going. That is true. Um... And you stole our captain, you piece of shit. Keep going. <laughs> I feel like I'm setting Mitch this Anyways, I will draw the line at, you know, disrespecting the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right. They do a good enough job of that themselves. I mean, I was never going to say anything rude to them because, yeah, they do, they do it to themselves. Calling Anyways. yourselves the Toronto Maple Leafs is like calling yourself the Canadian Tim Hortons. Like, why would you do it? <laughs> I mean, there is a team called the Canadians. So, is your mascot Tim Hortons? No, their mascots this like ginger like like think like the Philadelphia like the Philly fanatic, but it's a white ginger guy. So a ginger guy. Yeah, Yuppie. <laughs> okay, I have uh, caught up on the plot. It was the East <laughs> German team. We were wrong. <laughs> we were giving Mitch shit for nothing. <laughs> white Mitch. <laughs> oh, this is you give me shit for nothing this entire show. It's fine. Pay attention. Everyone is not us, and you're bad. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, they're doing it. They're getting better. They're it's working. They they make it into the qualifiers. Just they actually do really well. Fifty nine point four five seconds, um, and they were jerks and dropped it down two seconds. Pretty much at every possible attempt in this, the U.S. guy is using his positioning on the uh, Olympic the committee Olympic to the committee or whatever. He's doing everything he can to basically tell them to F off. Uh, but they do make it in, and they're cheering, having a good time. Really good. Like, we have that moment, like, when they choke later. It, this felt a lot more like that second run. We'll get to that, though. They're celebrating. They're out at a bar. Or, well, three of them are out at the bar. Sanka having the time of his life on that dance floor. Yeah, just queer dancing. <laughs> there comes a point where he trades his Rasta hat with the girl for her cowboy hat. You know she was going to get some if they didn't get interrupted by a bar fight, right? Oh, 100%. Which I'll tell you what. It is the Olympics. I was going to say, it would have been the most accurate thing in this movie. Everybody fucks. I love that it's just like everybody knows and no one cares except for the Olympic Committee. I mean, as long as they're not doing it, I mean... As long as they doesn't interrupt their sport, like I guess they're. But cool, didn't they whatever. try to stop that in the Japan one by using cardboard yes. beds? They used but cardboard beds. Know, that were... The people who compete in the Olympics don't need beds to do that. Most likely, it will be okay. <laughs> also, this thing called the floor that most people can make do with if need be. Like, I'm sorry, it's just they don't need beds to do it. Oh, that that Go was. On. Plot. Um, yes, plot. Bar fight. <laughs> There's a bar fight here. Um, yeah, the Eastern German team are being dicks. Uh, and Junior walks, just kind of takes it and, you know, 
big angry guy Brenner is not happy yeah. about it, so he takes him into the uh, bathroom, makes him look in the mirror, and say good things to himself. Um, Brenner actually gives a shit. That's what happens here. Yeah. This is the only character development, really, in the movie. He learns how to be a teammate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Somewhere... I mean, Doris De- learns to not care as much about winning and just care about competing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doris has that very typical uh, sports story. It's about of... the game and not the, the reward. like That, that yeah. and you have to be true to yourself. Because <laughs> um, they very casually show them essentially just imitating the Swiss the entire time. Yeah. Heinz, um, finds rides, run, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I forget what it was. It doesn't matter. It's not as good as uh, what they end up eventually saying. Um, but yeah, we also get somewhere in here of Junior's dad learn- sees a picture of them all chasing the sled for the first time. Yeah, that's like right after this part, I think. But I will say, during the bar fight, Sanka, real G, <laughs> just jumps right in there. in trouble and just jumped right into it. <laughs> Um, also, a callback to earlier, um, the Leafs lost 3-2 to the Canucks tonight. Fuck uh, yeah. Fs in chat. Fs in the chat, yeah. Need you guys go on no, Twitter. No Fs, just... we celebrate. <laughs> I need you go on Twitter and just, just DM or message Mitch some Fs. Just say F and then just keep it moving. If I get a bunch of DMs from this, and I'm going to be so surprised. Here's exactly what we're going to do. We're will it be me and all my alt accounts? Just <laughs> It will be you, all your alt accounts, and Griffin. Well, I'll tell you what exactly what I'm doing right now. Do you have from at least two accounts? I'm just doing it from the one. Okay. It's just the podcast account. <laughs> because I can. Because anyway. you can. Oh, look, my watch just vibrated. I wonder why. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we get to me. He fucking just tweeted it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a weird energy and I love it. Um, now this bar fight is great though. Like you said, Sanka is, is great. And every cuts to them just laughing their asses off sitting on the bed while Doris scolds them. Yeah. Like Doris, lighten up a little bit. And then this is the part where you get the Eins finds and push him down, push him down to some ice. That's his part. It's interspersed yeah, over the end of this movie. It's somewhere. <laughs> but this totally, this is very much the callback to like earlier in the, uh, earlier in the movie. John Candy has a whole thing of like, oh yeah, the, the captain needs to be. Reviewing Focused the track and, and doing things yeah. while everyone's out drinking and having a good time. I mean, that's what he's doing. <laughs> Which also brings one of the best lines in this movie from Sanka of like, I nominate Darius to be the driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they get in trouble. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> there's, there's like no repercussions from yeah, this. Yeah, he's like, I just told the guys you were crazy. So like, he's not going to press charges. That's about it. <laughs> That is the most 90s thing of this entire movie. Of like, if it happened today, you'd have security cameras. These guys would be getting deported. Like, like if anything, this would be the reason why they got kicked out. Yeah. Of the, if anything. Not this, the this fact like, that they didn't do an international qualifier or some other BS they try to pull towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I think after this is when the team actually does their race, <laughs> their, their run and qualifies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I definitely said it earlier, so we'll pretend it was earlier. It's fine. 
Um, I think it's around here after the race is when we eventually learn about the fact that uh, John Candy cheated and he got his medals taken away. Um, now they're all celebrating afterwards, but they uh, get a letter saying that they have been disqualified. So celebrating with the most blatant product placement of this entire movie. They are all cheersing with Coca-Cola. Chase the wave. Hey, you got to know when that logo is facing the camera (laughs) and everyone's holding it with like that weird. So you can still see the entire. Yeah. They're like holding it so that always face the camera at all times. Coca-Cola. Be happy. I don't know what the tech. Coca-Cola, we're going to say in your name so much. Where's our sponsorship? God damn it. It's the 90s. So you have to say chase the wave. (laughs) Was that was that the thing? I remember that was a thing with Max Headroom. That was like a whole ad campaign. Was that, wait, was that Coke or was that Pepsi? No, it was Coke. It was definitely Coke. What do you think Diet Coke's tagline is now? Uh, Don't look it up. You just ate a double quarter pounder with cheese. Have a Diet Coke. It makes it better. Large fry? Here's a Diet Coke. (laughs) According to Google, Diet Coke's tagline is just for the taste of it, which is just boring. Anyways, um, zero sugars tagline. John Candy goes and confronts uh, the impossible made possible. That's better. That's way. That's way better. John Candy goes and confronts Mr. Douche Canoe from America, um, and it's like, hey, if you're gonna be a dick, take it out on me and not my guys. Uh, and he's gonna do exactly that. <laughs> uh, they do end up getting qualified. Uh, their appeal stands. And they go to race in the Olympics. Yay. I actually really love the scene of like them walking and everyone cheering in the ball. The opening ceremonies where they're the only members of the team. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. really uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it just like it changes to them just looking at the torch and then they walk off and Junior has far too many bags. I mean, he's a rich kid. What, what do you expect? He travels it's one heavy. Of my, one no. of my favorite stereotypes in all of movies will always be the rich kid with far too many bags. Like, what is that person bringing with them? <laughs> I've gotten to a point where if I need to pack in the fewest number of bags possible. Like, if I could pack a week's worth of clothes in a carry-on, I would. And then I, I would check that carry-on so that I don't have to deal with anything on the plane. That's a smart way to do it. Oh, no, you don't check it. You put it on a carry-on bag and bring it with you. No, see, I'll... I'll, I'll do that thing where when I get to the, you'll get to the gate. They'll be like, oh, we need people to check their carry on bags because you go. Uh, we don't have enough overhead bin space. I'm like, I will not use this during the flight. Please take it because they always put that. You know, that's going right to the plane because it's literally going down the stairs. You're at right onto the plane. It, it's not getting lost on conveyor belts. I mean, I've been on a plane one time in my life, so I don't know, Mitch. All right. Well, this is a more recent development. So you may <laughs> run into this, especially if you're going to like, any of the discount airlines, which is typically how I fly, that's what you end up having to do. When I'm flying no Air Emirates over here. Yeah. I also love seeing like the old American Airlines logo, by the way. That was just Oh I was waiting for someone to light up a cigarette on the plane, honestly, because like that is so nineties. Did we ever we actually see the inside of the plane? We do not. No. <laughs> so you know that this was just stock footage that they happened to have. Oh yeah. <laughs> um Anyways, let's talk about the wow. actual races now. Uh, the they go to their first, their, their first race. And yeah, they're imitating the Swiss. They're doing their thing. And they choke hard. Yeah. I think they had their she first said, off for like 12 seconds. 
something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was real bad. Everyone at home's disappointed in them, especially the kids who had to write that time down on their chalkboard. And like the 26th place they're in or whatever. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, afterwards, John Candy yells at them of like, you guys know everything. You've done everything you need to do. You just choked. And he's like, at I'll see point, you more. He's like, yeah, you got to figure this shit out. I can't do it for you. Goodbye. And then Sanka basically is like, we we can't imitate the Swiss because we're not the Swiss. We're Jamaican. Let's be Jamaican. And then oh, they this do is that. Where you get the the great lie. He's like, if the Swiss ever met a girl, they might be the eye slice and pushing down some ice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where this is at. Yeah. Exactly where this is. Yeah. Oh no no Again, no. no this the best no, that wasn't here. This is when they're that was when they're getting disciplined after the bar fight. No, I'm pretty never sure seen, that's here. Well, that, that was here? here. That was here. Because he was oh, telling me, he's like, yeah, you're doing that. Oh, yeah, we can't be the Swiss. Messing with us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this whole scene is great. Sanka is just Sanka, Sanka much is the like this character podcast, in the movie by far. Yeah. Much like this podcast is just unhinged the entire. He is the audience the in show. this, and it's 100%. great. I, I love how like this third act just goes by so fast. Like it's always a race, then there's like a quick scene and I'm in the hotel, and then, then another the race. race, and then a quick scene in the hotel. I mean, would you want to be staying outside in minus twenty five degree weather in Calgary in the middle of winter? Yes. I mean, I'm used to that already. Or would you do it by choice is what I'm asking. I mean, yes. I mean, would you do that if you weren't getting paid to do it, Ann? Oh, that's a harder question to ask. Exactly. <laughs> that's a harder question. <laughs> Let's keep going. Goes. Uh, yeah, they go up. We cut to the next day. Uh, their final or their second race, I think is what it is. It's their second run, run, yeah. And it goes run. really well. Yeah, they have a goddamn good time going up there. Um, I think this is when they're on the truck singing with everybody. Yep. Something, um, something, can't believe. John, Jamaica, we have a pod slip team. He gives John Candy the Rasta hat. Yep. Yeah. Also, like, I want to know how much John Candy paid for this custom jacket that he got out of nowhere. The Roots jacket? Y'all, that was nice stuff, eh? God. I mean, have you seen the Canadian Olympic gear this time around? It's all Lululemon. It's really... The Olympic gear this year is upsettingly nice not the american the american stuff is columbia though isn't it i like columbia i'm from oregon yeah, but, uh, that's fair but it's just <laughs> like would you rather that or a bunch of lululemon stuff like i'm looking columbia. at this team canada stuff and i'm just like i might cop some of this when it goes to clarence like dude my closet looks like a columbia ad <laughs> i mean you are wearing flannel in every episode we record so that is fair i'm wearing a flannel and a beanie right now <laughs> again every episode we've recorded you're wearing flannel and a beanie it's almost like it's... While I wear my root sweater. We got the maple leaf on the side. Yeah, um, yeah, they're just having a great time. Everyone's here. Yeah, those root, those roots leather jackets. So, like, I looked into... They did custom uh, Avengers ones for that, like, traveling Avengers prop show. And they were, like, $600. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I need to order some new roots gear. Anyways... Oh, roots is dope. It's kind of gone um, downhill since they moved some of their operations overseas. Like when it was yeah, made in guys, Canada, that was really good. Keep saying roots. I keep thinking you're talking about the movie. No, the, the brand <laughs> roots with the beaver. What is roots no is a Canadian. Yeah, oh, Canadian. Okay. I was like, I have Canadian no apparel. Bear, Canadian apparel brand. It's a lot of it's sweatpants and sweaters. Like it's good stuff. And don't get me wrong. Like I am an American in every sense of the word when it comes to making fun of Canada. But goddamn, if roots isn't great clothing. 
Again, like most great Canadian brands, gone downhill after they shipped off their uh, operations overseas, just like Tim Hortons. Yeah, but we're at Tim Hortons. Anyways, uh, they nail this race. It's great. It goes wonderful. Everyone's on their side now all of a sudden. They're in eighth place. Well, now they're actually telling the story that that happened of everyone being on their side because that's the way the games went. Yeah. Uh, let's now swap back to the hotel for a quick scene. Uh, we get Junior's father showing up uh, and being a dick. He's like, you didn't do what I asked. Now you're going to do what you're told. Yeah, but then he takes what he learned from Brenner and just stands up for himself for the first time. Again, these characters are developing. There is character yeah. development here except for Sanka because Sanka's the best character of the movie and he had yeah, nothing to like, develop. He doesn't need to develop anything. He's he said, good. He, he like, knows okay. he's just this Rasta man who's going to, you know, grow up and live out his days in Jamaica and he's content with it. Like, he's, he's set. So he knows who he is. The moment when Junior's hand hits the elevator is Heck so yeah. good. And then it ending with the elevator closing. Yeah, which is so perfect. Um, if we ways that happens, uh, we get a little moment between him and Brenner. Brenner calling him a badass, uh, and then it's the final race day. Everyone's on Team Jamaica. They have shirts even. Uh, everyone's celebrating for them again. Someone made these shirts overnight. Yeah, they made <laughs> them shirts oh, yeah. real fast. <laughs> I mean, well, it's just like what they do with, like, everything. Everything happens that way. They got to capitalize on that marketing potential, right? Mm -hmm. Whoever made those shirts rolled in the dough in this movie. Go to find um, out it's just some random guy in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love, though, that's, like, both of, like, the, the hosts of, like, who have been kind of shitting on the team for the last two days. <laughs> They're all in. Are They're all, all in, in now, now yeah. And, right. um, and then it's the last race. We got to look at that moment of like, where could these guys possibly come from? And then it cuts to the bar and everyone screams Jamaica. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, we get to the final race, this final moment. Um, and they're going down. They're doing a great job. It's looking like they are going to gold medal. They're doing that damn well. Uh, and we see the whatever piece of the machine come loose. Uh, and Which is not what time. happened in real life. What happened in real life is they just took the turn too hard and they flipped. Yeah. Um, the bobsled flips, though, uh, and it keeps going by going on its side as well as all four members' heads. All of that, all of that, all of that footage, except for the close-ups, is what ac that's actual footage from the Olympic Games. There's yes. like one scene where, like, the bobsled is pretty much almost facing down. And then you see one guy's head just like sticking up and then turning yeah. and just like running down the ice. Yeah, that like, was real. That was that they, they had some ridiculous miracle. concussions after, I'm sure. The, the way that they survived that is a miracle. Yeah. Like, let's be honest there. The fact um, that they let them walk down the rest of the track is not what, yeah. you know, medics should be that, allowing them to do. I don't think that do. <laughs> I All I of you are getting it. an ambulance right now, and We're we are taking getting care of braces. Yeah, exactly. But that's um, how the movie ends. No, but I half, like, expected the... Just because this is a Disney movie, I half expected them to, like, flip the bobsled back up and finish down the track the way it slides. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course they don't end up doing it. Well, they can't, because they, they don't have that downwards momentum to actually get the... They'd have to, like, run it down the track. That would have been not fun. No. Um, but, yeah, they eventually get up. Um, we get a moment... We finally get the switch of Sanka asks uh, Doris if he's dead. 
Uh, he's like, no, but I got to finish this race. So uh, while everyone comes running, um, they all like realize what's happening, step aside, and uh, the four walk their uh, bobsled across the finish line. Very 400-pound bobsled. Very slowly. I mean, it's 400 pounds. What, are you expecting me sprinting down the ice? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, again, they only learned how to sprint on ice this week. Also, uh, I think this is where Junior's dad appears. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's wearing the, the wearing the, the Team shirt. Jamaica shirt. Yeah. Yep. Um, again, rolling in the dough. Uh, and it ends, and then they have their little tagline of "They didn't win, but they returned to the next Olympics as equal, or they return home as heroes, and return to the next Olympics as equals." Yeah, and they've been a bobsled team has represented Jamaica at every Winter Games except 2016. Yeah, that's the movie. Super short. Yeah, love that. I, I, we keep saying it, but God, I wish there were more movies that were like short like this. Yeah, so nice. like it doesn't it doesn't happen if anybody wants like three four hour movies. I mean, I'm excited for Matt Reeves' three hour Batman, but at the same time, like I want movies that are digestible like this of like oh i don't have to commit an entire evening to watching this movie i threw it on while i was having lunch and it was done by the time i had to get to some chores it was great yeah this is a high recommend like this is i mentioned this to you guys uh outside of recording but this was my first time like actively watching this movie from start to finish and I kind of just want to go just hang out and do it again or watch more sports yeah. movies. I, I will I will say, give, give it at least another year year or five before you watch this again, because this isn't a repeated, like, I will go into those Marvel movies and all of the, like, Star Wars and stuff. Those are repeated viewings for me. This is not one of those of, like, you really got to be in a mood for a movie nah, like this. this is definitely a movie you just put on and do laundry. Fold some clothes. I feel like this is a movie where it's like, yeah. if I'm watching it again, I am not thinking about the movie. No. Yeah. You just want to stand at the TV. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us like more said, popcorn movies. We yeah. Like we said, movies. nothing really happens in the movie. <laughs> no, you don't need to focus because nothing really does happen. It's mostly, you know, you see stuff happen, but things don't progress. It's not an intellectual film, but it's still a fun movie to watch. It's 10 out of 10. It's a great I recommend it. John Candy's finest work. Well, oh, that's his finest work. I wouldn't say I it's his it. finest. It's his most successful work by a long shot in a starring role. I mean, I think we can talk about that off camera. I'm, I'm trying to. Well, he he was in planes, trains, and automobiles. I, this was more successful than planes, trains, well, no, and automobiles. Well, I'm saying I think planes, trains, and automobiles is a better movie than this movie. It's what I'm I mean, I think Spaceballs is a better movie than this movie. But... Oh, shit. Yeah, he was in Spaceballs. Okay, we gotta wrap this. Yes, please. I need. I actually need to get going. So the sooner we can do that, the better. Yeah, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry for everyone who's gonna stop listening, but you know, had a good time. (laughs) Well, it just means we'll have to have you back so people come back. (laughs) Well, no, they're gonna stop listening because I was on it, and it was like this is not the podcast I listen to every week. Uh, I don't know. We mix it up. Yeah, you never know who we're gonna have on next. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If people want to keep up with you, where can people find you? Um, on everything, AntGore06, except for on Twitch, which is at Addictive Nerds. Awesome. And Mitch, if people want to keep up with the show, let us know what movies we should talk about, what they think about the movies we're talking about. You want to come on and make fun of me the way Ant did. Or just harass you that, um, 
the Maple Leafs lost, where can people find you? I mean, that's just going to be you. Uh, you can find us at D plus us all over the place. I am all over the internet at Mr. Mitch George or at MitchGeorge.com. And Griffin can be found at Griffy D-Pad. That's G-R-I-F-F-I-D-P-A-D. And remember, folks, we have other episodes up of the show. Plenty of movies to watch as well as a weekly version of the show where we're talking about exclusive shows. We just wrapped up talking about Boba Fett. There's an episode for each episode of that show. And we are going to be finishing our first season of Behind the Attraction next before jumping inevitably into Moon Knight. Oh, man. Did you see that oh, still man. that they released today from the Empire article? I'm just like, oh, I'm so yes. ready. I'm, I'm so sorry. ready for Moon Knight. Mom. It's... I can't wait, man. Um, but that is what we've got for this week. If you could please rate and review our show over on iTunes or Spotify, uh, or just tell your friends. Word of mouth is how this podcast is lives and dies. Yeah, you hate to ask, but like likes and retweets on things do go a long way. So it's all about word of mouth. We appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out, having a good time, and and spreading the good word of Disney Plus us. Except yeah, I. <laughs> No, especially wow. Ant. Especially Ant. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, thank you everybody for listening. I hope you have had fun listening to this hour as much as we have had recording it. Um, that's the point of the podcast, making everyone stay just a little bit better. That's why we do this. And thanks again for coming on, man. Not a problem. So when are we doing Dave? Oh, it's happening. Trust me. It's I got, got some more, I got some things in the work. It's it's on Disney Plus in Canada. It is officially a Disney Plus property. Dave season one will happen. We just got to figure out a, a date and time. That is for the future, though. So until then, have a magical day.